0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rance, certified life coach, certified nutritionist, mental health advocate, meditation master. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, though, thanks so much for stopping by. I like to bring guests on here that are leaders in their chosen field, whether it's a doctor or nutritionist or maybe just another life coach or spirituality coach. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I can share it with you guys I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. How's your Super Bowl Sunday going so far?
1: Honestly, my Super Bowl Sunday is going quite well. I spent the morning cleaning and preparing. We're not having a big Super Bowl party or anything. I just wanted to clean up and just have a nice space before I relax this evening.
0: Nice, dude. Same, dude. I actually reorganized my entire house yesterday. And after I organized my house, I went through all my food all my veggies, all my grains, my rice, my lentils, my quinoa, all my fruits. And I labeled everything with how many carbs they have, how much sodium it has, how much fiber it has, (laughs) how many calories it has, because, you know, this journey that we're on and I'm going to tell the audience very shortly about what you and I are doing for the next 30 days. Um, I really, really want to optimize my performance, mm-hmm. um, not only for Ironman and endurance sports, triathlete type stuff, but just higher energy levels, uh, clear brain clarity. Um, I want I want to feel better with my my food and how I feel before, after, during whatever it may be. So being aware of what macros, what micros we're consuming in our body is very important. I know that's something that you are very diligent and intentional about. So tell us about your relationship with food.
1: Okay, wow. Where do we start? So (laughs) to give the audience context, I am, I would call myself an amateur bodybuilder, but I'm also incredibly balanced with my dieting approach. So I'm not trying to step on a stage. I'm not doing photo shoots or magazine shoots or anything like that. I just, I train like a bodybuilder. I work out six times a week. And I eat a very high protein diet. So, with that being said, my relationship with food food is I want to eat it all, but (laughs) you can't exactly always do that. Um, I predominantly I focus on counting my calories, consuming a lot of protein, and then trying to get as many micronutrients as I can in a calorie friendly way. Whereas Zach, I know you're training for an Ironman. You're predominantly veggie based. So what works for me and what I do with my diet might not exactly line up with what you're doing, but there is no right way to do this.
0: Right. Well said. And you know, for for the audience listening, I'm sure 99% of you are not amateur bodybuilders and I'm sure 99% of you are not training for Ironman. So we're going to do our best to keep this conversation as vague as possible for the benefit of the audience right um, but you know just this awareness around food just being conscious of how you feel after you eat is something that we should be taught in school this is something that is very important food is our energy source and food is what keeps us going so we don't starve and eating the right foods at the right time is something that we should learn growing up but you know what we're too busy being taught the Pythagorean theorem and calculus and <laughs> these important things that are obviously going to be applied to our life. You know when we're in the workforce. So um, with that being said, um, what are some of your advice for for the average Jane or Joe that just wants to eat healthier and and maybe lose some weight?
1: Okay, so I get asked this question a lot, and I'm not a huge influencer. I don't have hundreds of people in my in my DMs all the time, but this is the most common question I get from people. And what I try to tell people is when it comes to dieting and their general approach to what they're eating, a lot of people either want to lose weight or they want to gain muscle. Typically, guys want to gain muscle and lean out. Girls want to lose weight and and put on size in certain areas. But the most common thing that I get is losing weight, and you just mentioned that. So the number one piece of advice I have for the audience is don't overcomplicate it. No matter what you're training for or not training for, no matter what you want to do, you're never going to advance yourself by getting into the minutia of the most specific details when it comes to dieting. Because when it comes to dieting, it's a simple principle: it's calories in, calories out. Mm-hmm. If you want to gain weight, and potentially you could gain muscle, but also gain fat, you eat in a calorie surplus. If you want to lose fat, not just lose weight, but if you want to lose body fat, you eat in a calorie deficit. Now, there are a hundred ways to eat in a calorie deficit. You also have your exercise. You have your natural metabolic rate. There are so many more things that go into, oh, how do you determine your calories, how much you need to be eating. But I want people to understand when I talk to them, that's what I do. I keep it very simple. It doesn't, you can go with a specific diet or you can be a flexible dieter like I am and still accomplish your goals.
0: Absolutely. Well said. That's that's keeping it simple is the most important thing. We want to create as little friction as possible. We, want, we don't want to spend our time and energy weighing our food or keeping track of anything that, that isn't extremely relevant so right and we
1: we have to give clarity to the audience here because I I weigh my food to track my macros Zach you label all your foods you label your nutrition information but it's important for the audience to understand that we do those things because we understand that when it comes down to it the most simple method is what works in doing all this extra stuff counting macros labeling the nutrition facts those are things that we can do and we can focus on because we understand the basic principles, right? Mm -hmm. Mm
0: And it's, it's very interesting that you and I are having this conversation because I don't count any calories. Yeah. Right. Like I don't count any (laughs) calories. Like like I, three days a week, I run five miles and I typically burn at least a thousand calories there. And then I exercise every day and I swim six days a week. I I burn at least like three to 500 calories on my swim. So I, I am usually in a caloric deficit, right? Um, just depending on how many Blaze pizzas I eat that day. <laughs> but um, the, the point of of this, and, and what I want to say is that you know mm-hmm. you and I we have two different goals. Mm-hmm. You're bulking. I'm eating more for performance and energy. Yes. And we do two completely different things. But at the end of the day, the reality of the situation is. Our goal is to keep it as simple as possible. Right. And this is going to segue into the whole reason why we're talking today, Austin. And that's because you and I are on an extremely tight, budget-friendly meal plan this month. Next 30 days, everyone, Austin and I are challenging each other to see how healthy we can eat with the littlest amount of money possible. So... I'm going to quickly go into my strategy, then I want you to go into your strategy, and then we'll kind of go back and forth, give each other feedback, and maybe some ideas on how we can be more intentional or be better at this. So my diet, like you said, I keep it very, very simple, man. A lot of eggs, a lot of avocados, healthy seeds, you know, chia, sunflower, um, almond butter, those, those take care of, like, the fats. Um, as far as, like, the proteins go, heavy, heavy on tofu, beans – quinoa, lentils, um, and then when it comes to carbs, I'm a fiend for oranges and apples and bananas and blueberries, um, and then obviously avocado toast or maybe some English muffin with my eggs. And these foods, you guys, are very inexpensive. These are budget-friendly foods. So my goal for the next 30 days is to keep – Track of how much money I'm spending on my food and how I can really pull back on, on my budget because food. When, when I, I was going over actually my monthly fixed expenses last night, um, how much money it costs me every month to live, and the biggest variable expense I have is food. So if I can save 250, 300 bucks a month on food and put that in my IRA account. If I put an extra 300 bucks a month in my IRA account for the next 30 years, I mean, that's a $500,000 swing. So this is something that, you know, we should all think about whether you're trying to save money, whether you're on a tight budget, whether you want to start investing in Dogecoin or GameStop, (laughs) this would be a good opportunity to do that. So Austin, tell us what you've accomplished up to this point, because I know you've been working on this already. I've been following you on Instagram. If you don't follow Austin on Instagram, go ahead and give him a follow. Um, And I know you've been doing a really good job at this. So tell us your experience thus far and tell us what you're trying to really accomplish with this whole challenge
1: this month. Right. So I explained in the beginning that I train and eat like an amateur bodybuilder. So my goal, it's not to exactly eat the cheapest way possible because I still need to eat a lot of food. I still need to put a lot of protein in my body. But it's to be as sensible as possible, to look for the best deals, and not to waste money on junk food. So with the exception of our Super Bowl celebration this evening, I've been incredibly disciplined with my diet. So I do 95% of my shopping at Target. And a lot of people think, oh, Target, that's more expensive than Walmart. And yes, it is, but I like the experience. I digress. I go shopping at Target, and it's not that, again, I'm not looking necessarily for the lowest price, lowest quality type of food, but you can find bulk at any store, anywhere, if you try hard enough. Now, Costco, Sam's Club, those are great options for both getting protein and produce in bulk. If you want to do that, that's awesome. I also go grocery shopping with my roommates, so... Having another person that eats with you makes it a lot easier to buy in bulk and not waste anything. But for the sheer practicality of what we're trying to do for these 30 days, I've been doing all of my shopping at Target. And every single week at Target, they have marked down chicken, they have marked down steak and sirloin. So I buy in bulk when I see food items marked down. I think the number one mistake that people make is they buy for the week that they're eating. They don't look ahead to the future. because. Nine times out of ten, you can freeze food and you can preserve it for the future, and usually get 40 to 50 percent off the original price. So, when I'm eating three meals a day with meat in it, when I'm consuming this much protein, you can bet that adds up to a lot of money. I spend about 70 to 75 dollars on my own on food per week. Now, that's a grocery budget, and maybe going out once for like a Chipotle bowl or something, which is very, very cheap considering one, we live in South Florida, but two, if you go out for two or three meals in a day, you're pushing the $50, $60 mark. So to spend $75 or even $100 a week on yourself in groceries, but you're putting in great amount of protein, amazing nutrients, and it's all food that you love. You know where it came from. You're not going to get sick from it. You love the way it tastes. You can't beat that. So again, Zach, my goal isn't exactly to be the cheapest possible, but it's to be practically frugal with what I'm doing in my approach.
0: Well said. And then number three, I wanted to add is: is you're a very large person.
1: Uh, uh we're working on it.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, you're 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 pretty big. I mean, you're a lot bigger than me, and and it's that obviously has to be taken into account when buying food because. I can survive on probably half the food that you need to survive.
1: Yeah, m- most likely. Yeah, okay. and that's and that's okay. I I eat again very strong diet in protein. I'm eating meat at least twice a day, if not three times a day. And Zach, you you're like you're mostly vegetarian. Like you might have chicken every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to naturally spend a lot more money on food, not only because I'm eating more, but because I'm putting more protein in my body and yeah you know, per pound, per ounce protein is the most expensive thing to eat. Yeah. Anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. And no, you're, you're absolutely right. Thank you for that. And, and tofu, believe it or not, is, is fairly inexpensive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, 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 had a ton of tofu last night. Um, probably going to eat some more
1: today. You remember the last time we were together? Uh, I haven't had tofu until this past week. I had tofu for the first time. Wow. I just, I literally fried it and Season it a little bit. It's not bad. It's not bad.
0: It's it's really <laughs> not bad. Yeah. So, um, Austin, can you be more specific? Like, what are some of the foods that you've realized you can really save money on by freezing, by buying in bulk? Um, tell tell us more specifics on on the types of food that you buy and how you've realized how much money you save.
1: Okay, so I think the the biggest area where people end up wasting or throwing away money is with produce. So the fun fact about produce and vegetables and fruits is that frozen fruits have a bad reputation. Usually, they're much better than fresh fruits. Now, fresh fruits in season do taste amazing. They're ready to eat right there, ready to go. But most produce is flash-frozen on the site from wherever it's being picked at. So literally, frozen vegetables and frozen fruit are fresher than the, quote, fresh fruit that you get from the produce section. And the number two thing is people want to buy individual servings instead of buying in bulk. This is where having roommates that eat with you, that prepare meals with you can really come into play because you end up wasting less food and the more in size that you buy produce, the cheaper you can get it per ounce or per pound whatever you're shopping for. But the reason I like to buy frozen fruit isn't because it tastes better or whatever. It's usually because I don't end up wasting it or don't end up tossing it out. So people will mm-hmm. put fruit or or vegetables in their fridge, but They'll make the mistake of putting it in the back or putting it in a drawer and they completely forget about it. And Zach, Mm -hmm. I've seen your fridge. I know how you hack your fridge a little bit and put the most important things in the front so you don't waste it. But most people end up wasting at least half of the produce and the vegetables that they eat, which adds up to a lot of money. Food that's Mm -hmm. not going in your mouth, going in the trash, it's the same thing as throwing dollar bills in the trash. So... (laughs) I mentioned that looking for deals on protein, that's also a huge area where you can really save money if you get it in bulk. At Target, I can get a $5 off on a big pack of chicken that lasts me an entire week, and I end up paying like $7 for all my chicken for the week. So wow. all my- all my protein for one meal of the week is taken care of for $7, which is less than a Chipotle bowl with a sixth of the chi- amount of chicken I would usually get. Wow. So do the math there, but that's just one of the many ways I'm thinking of off the top of my head that I can save money. But there are hundreds of articles on the on the internets, on the Googles, and the Bings, and whatever weird browser is relevant at this time, but those will teach you how to shop frugally. There, there are... TV shows on extreme couponers. So it only takes your investment and your time and your energy to figure out, okay, what is the cheapest way that I can do it? The problem is most people just don't want to put in the effort.
0: Exactly. So how much money do you think you're going to end up saving over the next 30
1: days by doing this challenge? By eliminating, not totally eliminating, but mostly eliminating going out to eat. That's probably going to save me at least $50 a week, so $200 in a month. And then I'm really trying to only buy in bulk at the grocery store and be very intentional about not getting extras, not getting junk food, which is saving me about $30 a week on my groceries. So all in all, probably around the $250 to $350 mark for a month, Okay, which, as as you said – $300 can go a long way over a consistent period of time.
0: So if you were, Austin, to save $300 a month on food and you invested that money in a simple IRA, whether it was mutual funds, something very simple, and you just got an average, a conservative return of 10%, okay? In 30 years, you would have contributed $108,000. And that contribution at 10% were to rise your contribution by over five hundred and ten thousand dollars, leaving your end balance thirty years from now at six hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred fifty-two dollars and ninety-nine cents.
1: So in thirty years, I could afford to go out to eat as much as I wanted to, right? <laughs> yes.
0: So in, in thirty years, you in thirty years, if you save th- three hundred dollars a month and you put that in an IRA at ten percent, you will have six hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Wow. So if you are listening right now, okay? And and you're interested in retiring with hundreds of thousands of dollars, be more intentional about how you buy food. Take that extra money and invest it in your retirement account because this is this is a habit, this is a lifestyle change that would benefit everyone and anyone under the sun. And not just listen, our real goal is not to save money. Our real goal is to continue to develop a good relationship with food. Yes. And, and food is something that's extremely important. We all do it every single day. <laughs> so why not maximize our human experience when it comes to food with our taste and energy levels and saving money as
1: well? Exactly. So- and I want to I want to play devil's advocate here, Zach, because life it is life. And this isn't a a speech against going out to eat, about enjoying a dinner out with people. This is not what this is about. And there are definitely other ways you can save money too. But this, I think we both realize, is an area where people just don't have awareness about how much money they're spending on food. And that's I think that's what we're really trying to get across here, is that you can save a lot of money through your food, you can save money through other ways, but it's about developing the awareness not only on how much you're spending but on the quality of food that's going into your body. So I want to make that disclaimer here that yes, of course you have life. Of course you're going to have family dinners and date nights. And this isn't saying don't enjoy those things. Don't go do those things. But be intentional about what you're spending and not careless, right?
0: Yeah. And even if we're here to save you 20 bucks a week, that's 20 bucks a week. Exactly. You know, if, if you're, you're putting...
1: If you're putting $100 into your savings – like I I wish that for the past few months I had been putting more money into my savings account. Mm -hmm. You never know how much that extra $20 can go until you need it to go. Mm -hmm.
0: You're exactly right. Exactly right. So everyone out there listening, feel free to direct message myself or Austin on Instagram. If you want to jump on this challenge with us, you – You're going to be seeing Austin posting a lot of stories. I'm going to be posting a lot of stories in the coming future um, about how much money we're spending on food, what we're eating. If this is something that interests you, if you're interested in eating healthy, if you're interested in saving money and you want a little bit of guidance, feel free to reach out to myself or Austin and we would be more than happy to guide you through this process. We're learning just like you. We're just taking action as well. So, Austin, do you have any last words for the audience today before uh, Tom Brady goes to kick Patrick Mahomes' ass in the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, gosh, I wish you would not have said that. Uh, I'm a huge, huge Drew Brees guy, and I'm, I'm heartbroken about the season. But, um, no, I don't have any really strong final remarks here. As Zach said, my uh, you can follow me on Instagram. You can DM me. Literally anything you want to. It's at Austin Trey Goodwin, A U S T I N T R E Y G O O D W I N. I do everything in working out and lifting. So if that tailors more to your interests and what you're trying to do, both with your diet and with your exercise, I'm your guy for that. I'm not going to sell you some overpriced course. I'm not going to ask you to pay me money. I'm just here to help people. So between Zach and myself, I think we have a good base of, of exercise and diet experience. We really just want to help you out. So that being said, I'm not going to take up any more, uh, any more of your time self promoting here. I really do appreciate the opportunity to to be on this podcast. I know it's been a long time coming, and I know that you'll be on mine pretty soon. Always gaining. That being said, I'm good to go, Zach. Do you have anything else,
0: dude? Austin, well said. I really appreciate the kind words, and to all you guys listening, you know you're going to be eating food for the rest of your life, and from someone who would eat so unconsciously for the last 27 28 years. Um, I can tell you firsthand from my experience that when I started to spend more time and energy and effort and be 1% more conscious about how I eat when I eat and what I eat my life changed dramatically. It doesn't take massive changes to alter your life in a positive way. Let's just make small wins and consistently execute over time these small wins amount to massive results. Right. And I'm going to be always gaining with you, Austin. So I really (laughs) appreciate you coming on, looking forward to jumping on your podcast as well. This is a challenge that you and I are going to talk about again, 30 days from now about our experience about all the things we learned about ourselves and about each other. And uh, I'm just really grateful for someone like you who has a lot of the same common interests and uh, you're inspiring me and I hope I'm inspiring you and holding each other accountable and, And all that good stuff. So I just want to say thank you to you, Austin.
1: Well, thank you for that, Zach. And as I'm sure your audience can decipher, we have different goals. We have different approaches to our goals. You're not right and I'm not right. What we're doing Mm -hmm. is what's best for us. And that's what everybody listening to this podcast has to figure out on their own. But if I was to say one thing, I'll leave you with what my dad told me. If something is worth doing, it's worth doing right. And it's worth doing with a purpose. So if you're going to do it, do it the right way.
0: Wow. Wise words. Austin, have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing you again soon.
1: Sounds awesome. See you in uh, 30 days.